Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, my friends, and welcome back. Hope everything is going great in your life, and we are going to talk about how to make it even greater today. And you get not one, but two voices. (laughs) Welcome back, right? (laughs) We've got Thomas Miller in the house. Yay! Good to be back. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me back. (laughs) Open invitation. We We have a great topic to talk about today, too. We do. Oh, my goodness. I think everybody's feeling this, right? Like... Kind of like going to the guts of what this is all about, of what's been going on all year, is going to be summarized here in the next few minutes. COVID, look out. Here we come. (laughs) Doesn't hold a candle. (laughs) You know, Thomas and I were talking about how many people, ourselves included, are really being called to step out of our comfort zones, step into the unknown, and become the unknown. <laughs> we don't even know who we're becoming individually and globally. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's unpack that. We've both been doing readings where the same theme has been coming up, and that is people that are saying something like this in one way or another. I know there's more. I just don't know what. Right. I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but I don't know what it is. Well, we don't know what it is. <laughs> And yet, at the same time, this is what's showing up repeatedly. The universe never, ever gives you something that you are not fully equipped to handle. It might mean stepping out of your comfort zone. It might mean redefining who you are, especially in your own eyes, because most likely other people see these abilities in you that you don't see. We underestimate ourselves terribly. Boy, we really do. And collectively, what I think is going on here is that in the past, what we've come from is where a leader, for example, a public figure, let's say somebody that everybody kind of knows and can relate to, a Billy Graham surfaces out of the masses as a leader in a particular area. Billy Graham became the evangelical champion for several decades and the kind of the pastor to the presidents. Well, this isn't that. (laughs) This is like the opposite of that where the next round of leadership is coming from you, Majana, and me. And everybody listening to this is feeling that tug in their collar. Yes. This is about all of us are emerging as the leadership of this next movement. For everyone to step into their greatness. Yeah. And we all feel so very unprepared. (laughs) Absolutely. It is something that I think of the Bible verse, and I forget the context of it, of somebody was tapped on the shoulder, pulled on the collar, and they said, who am I, Lord? Who am I to step into this work that you're asking me to do? Yeah, and I think that's how a lot of us feel. Why me? Why am I supposed to do this? And then we can go to that, and all of us do it, let's just lay it out, a little bit of a pity party. Why me? Why am I having to go through this? Why is all this stuff happening to me? It's happening to all of us. We are all being called to reflect and self-search and heal. This is, I've coined this as a culmination lifetime. We are being called to heal not only issues from this life, in some cases it's previous lives as well, because we can't move into a higher vibration 
until we heal and release the lower vibrations that are holding us back. We get to celebrate and seriously celebrate your successes. Even those small steps, you know, this is hard work. So the question is that I'm going to ask you to reframe is not why me? Why am I doing this? Why am I being called to do this? But why not me? Why do I think I'm not great enough? Why do I think I don't have the skill set? Of course you do. If you didn't, you wouldn't be called. You know, something along that same thread is people are finding skills that they didn't know they had, spiritual skills. And again, the universe does not give you anything you're not prepared for. So how do those spiritual skills show up? One, first of all, probably as interests. Those are the things you're really attracted to studying even more right now. There is basically a spiritual buffet out there. (laughs) You can look at so many aspects that we can't possibly take them all in, but we are each led to delve deeper into those aspects that will serve us. The other thing that's showing up hugely is we have so many events and um, experiences in this lifetime as well as previous lifetimes that are culminating right now, right? The culmination isn't just in healing, it's also in bringing forth skills. So one thing that's coming up, has come up a, set, a few different times on different levels is in previous lifetimes, somebody maybe was a healer. Now, healer is a very broad topic, but what's cool about it is Whichever kind, whether you were an energetic healer or a physical healer, or maybe you worked mostly with plants, you know, herbs, however your specific healing was, you are calling upon those cellular memories right now. And maybe you're being called to study healing more now. Again, you haven't been a healer in this lifetime professionally, although you've always been interested and now you're studying it even more. Because you're being led to. Why you? Why not you? You already have the background. You just don't remember it. We mentioned that this had been coming out of readings. And you and I both have done this. where are um, taking a look at it through the astrological lens, which I do, and through the angels and guides and goddesses lens that Majana does. The same thing has emerged. And that is, there are these indications of where to look. I have an example of one lady who came and... Um, we did a, We looked at her astrology chart, and it indicated that definitely a spiritual theme. Well, she said that she had a previous reading where somebody had told her that she could see into the Akashic Records. So she started exploring that. Exactly what you were saying. Went down that track asking, why me? Oh, no, I don't know anything about this. And found that she had an amazing skill in that area. <laughs> and you know now she is booked solid. That is so not surprising. We we have kind of tamped th- those skills down a little bit to let us live in our humanity in this life, to do those other menial things that we needed to do to experience soul growth in other areas. But now as we're moving into this accelerated energy, we're being called. This is one thing that's become really clear too. Study. Go ahead and study, study, study all the things that you're interested in. And here are two things about that. We learn and process differently now. So in the past, if you were studying, it was, it's, it was head knowledge, right? And then when something came to be applied, 
often we were like, gosh, hold on, let me think about this. I read this somewhere. What did I read? And unless it's a skill that you use repeatedly, you have to stop and think back and do a recall. What was this? Oh, yes. Now we're, we're processing, we're reading, like sometimes ravenously listening to audiobooks and podcasts and all different media, and then almost hit a wall where we're like, okay, I am just worn out right now, and I don't even know why. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to hear anything. Don't talk to me about spirituality. Maybe I overdid it. And what they're telling me is that's because we are taking that head knowledge and assimilating it. It's becoming cellular knowledge. It's who we're becoming. So rather than learning, we are being. That is so cool. (laughs) Wow, that is indicative. What you just said, I would hit rewind, folks. (laughs) What what Majana just said is so indicative of this whole theme of transformation. You know, I I go back to the astrological perspective of this, where Saturn and Pluto uh, basically converged back in January, and that was the domino trip of all of this that's happening. And the theme around that is to expose and basically thinking the analogy of pulling weeds in the garden, these things that have been holding us back. Yes. Yeah. A lot of old stuff is coming up, and you know where it's coming up from. We tend to forget this when we're in the middle of it because we think about this life as being the significant thing. <laughs> the, the whole conversation, folks, you, if you don't understand that Majana and I both come from the perspective that this ain't the first and only rodeo. Nor is it the last. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff that's being pulled forward. Yeah, past life memories and um, even maybe not even necessarily strictly memories, but skills, events, emotions are coming forth. And those are coming either to heal through and grow through or to help you move forward. So as we're moving forward, this is something the goddesses told me that is, I just love this too. (laughs) I love our conversations. Institutional education cannot prepare us for everything that we needed. And as we're moving into more of the feminine energy that honors intuition and the healing arts from a holistic perspective, those are what we consider more feminine. And the institutions couldn't prepare us for that. So life experiences past and present have prepared us. Things that seem to happen maybe in this lifetime that were just out of the blue, like what in the world was that? And may, may forget about it. And now we're being called to use that knowledge so that maybe something happens and people are going, how did you know that? How did, could you just step in and resolve it? And you don't know how you know it until you kind of maybe can backtrack and remember an incident that happened. So I, I consider it learning through the back door. We've learned experiential throughout our lifetimes, really amazing pieces that we're bringing forward now that didn't seem significant at the time. Or even if they seem significant, we had no idea of the ramifications of that experience and how that, where that would lead us in the future. So along with that, as you're studying all of the books and so forth, that's great. And realize we're in a new energy and all of that material was written for the old energy we are moving through right now. We're, we're coming out the other side and some new processes are developing. So this is what has showed up too. 
is think of it as being in college. Your first several years of college is all theory. You don't really get to integrate all of that until you graduate, you get your job, and now that theory becomes practice. It becomes real, and you have to sort of manipulate it and mold it into your style and your lifetime. I guess unless you're an accountant and talking about numbers, not much manipulating can go on there. <laughs> Cut and dry. <laughs> that one's pretty What's two plus two? The answer is, what do you want it to be? <laughs> Creative math. No. However, with all it, with the more subtle energies, those books, those uh, topics are going to be rewritten. So who's going to write them? Why not you? Why not us? We take that that resonates with us because there, some of that's not changing, but we have to shift it to move it into this new energy. So when you're studying ancient healing or Reiki or Akashic Records, whatever that is, study it. And that's great. But only take that which resonates with you and don't beat yourself up or feel like you're not adequate or learning because the rest, for some reason, isn't sticking. Maybe it's not supposed to stick. You're supposed to integrate the old with your experience and your truth as to what the new is. And this is the way we move forward into our own divinity and our own energy and healing and our own contributions. It's so exciting. You know, for somebody who is just at the uh, threshold of this process, so they're getting the tug on the collar, they're getting the tap on the shoulder, but still have not stepped into this, haven't resolved the old, because I think, isn't it a, you know, kind of a push-pull, you have to resolve the old and then step into the new, so if there's something holding you back, that's on the table, you're taking up the new, that's on the table, and in between that is tension and stress. Oh, yeah. People are feeling this angst of being caught in the middle of this. Uh, absolutely. So it is a push-pull, and both of those are on the table. So how do you handle that? That's a great, yeah, that's great. How do you handle that? And I guess the first word that comes to my mind is you handle it through release. Just trust. The universe so has your back on this. So when you are being called to pursue, because this is where your interest lies, do it. And just know that when something's coming up, a negative emotion or you just feel like the life is slapping you in the face, that's an opportunity to say, okay, hold on, what's the message in this for me? This is the universe really supporting me, even though it doesn't feel like support. Maybe I have an opportunity, I've had an opportunity several times in the past to heal this and grow through it, but I don't like confrontation. I prefer to just live in my happy bubble and not deal with my negative emotions or sadness or grief. So we tend to push those aside and go on in our happiness. But those negative things and lower vibrations have to be healed and addressed. And the universe will gently bring those up for you. And you can deal with them or not. And if you choose not to, it will bring them up again, not quite so gently. And again, a little more uh, in your face. And then if you're like me and a slow learner, hello, there's that cosmic two by four. So I prefer ease and grace now. <laughs> Invite it, ask for it. Y yes. And that's something else I've learned. So I know I've done another podcast on this. When I'm looking for what is mine to do? What is, what are my next steps? What is my healing? Whatever it is, what is mine to do? And I trust that the universe is going to show me. 
command or set the intention of what the resolution is. Don't just say, lead me to where I need to be. That is way too general. And honestly, that is not taking responsibility for your own journey. (laughs) And this lifetime is all about taking responsibility. So step into that. But you can ask for guidance. So what affirm or uh, command or set the intention that you will receive the information that you need? What is my next step? For my highest and best good, with ease and grace, and trust that the universe is going to show you that, and it will, and then you have to step into it, and sometimes stepping into it is unpleasant, but the outcome is amazing, and sometimes stepping into it is amazing. It's that learning new skills and going, wow, I have a knack for this. How does it seem I already know this? I'm so comfortable. Because you do. I got to say, there is such an incredibly cool shift when you step into something new that you, that is spiritual. Have you ever known anybody to shed tears of true emotional joy about anything related to their job? (laughs) There's a few, few lucky people. They shed tears, but it's like, it doesn't move your soul generally, you know, like... Uh, that you got a new client uh, for your tax accounting business does not move you to emotion. But I was sitting at the dinner table just the other night with uh, an old friend who was moved to emotion and is not an emotional guy because of talking about spiritual things. And I think when you step into this new reality, it is going to open up a joy and a fulfillment, and a, this is the purpose that I came here for. It absolutely does. Here's the key word, passion. Where is your passion? And unfortunately, I think so many of us have lost it in the day-to-day struggle to survive. The grind is winning. Yeah, yeah. So take a little bit of time for you. Celebrate you. Pamper you. Something that might seem extravagant, do it. Just go out and kick up your heels, spend a day at the spa or out in nature, whatever your thing is, just do it. You deserve it. Celebrate your successes. Step into your vulnerability. Trust that the universe fully has your back and everything you need need is showing up. And you are greater than you think you are. And you have more knowledge than you remember. And it's so cool when it all comes to focus. You know, the other concept that gets really alive for me with this and when people ask, well, what do I do? Where do I look? We've talked about the passion as being the base. So go with what is familiar to you. Or you might get a hook from a, you know, from a reading somewhere in left field that says, hey, you can do Akashic Records. What? What is that? You know, it's like, how do you spell that? I need to Google it. But it's, and so it might be just a completely new avenue. There are no coincidences. It's going to show up one way or the other. But I love the concept that Mike Dooley teaches called pitches to the universe. And that is where you start just making random, putting stuff out there to see what gets traction. So as you make a pitch to the universe, if you will, a baseball analogy, think of if you get a base hit, then that's the direction that you lean into and give that the thrust of your energy. Mike tells the story of that with his notes to the universe thing where He was looking for his next career and was doing all the things that you would do to find a job, sending resumes, calling other people, who do you know, networking, the whole thing. It was all going flat. 
And he had this little mailing list from a previous business. And he just started sending out in his spare time a little encouraging message. That turned into over a million subscribers and basically a worldwide speaking and, and uh, seminar business and travel, which was his passion. How cool is that? And did it by making pitches to the universe and being sensitive to, did anything come back? Send out resumes, no responses, flat. Call people, you got any jobs for an accountant, for a CFO, that was his training, flat. Sends out a little message and people come back, man, that was great. Would you keep doing that? So his pitches to the universe turned out to be messages from the universe. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And just leaned into the list, and that's the story. So that's a perfect way to, you know, when you don't know where to go, start making pitches to the universe and stay awake and aware to what's coming back to you. And it may not be what you expect, and it may not be what you think you want. Just trust. Just trust it. All right, we're on a great journey, y'all, and I appreciate you hanging out with us and love your emails, your support, your friendship. We love meeting you. So our website is soulfoodtalks.com. We both have some freebies on there, and you can schedule. Oh, Thomas has several products um, that deal with astrology. All of the sessions that I offer are on there. And the sessions really come down to how long do you want to meet? An hour, hour and a half, or two hours? Because if I pretend like I'm going to control that session and tell you what's going to happen, (laughs) no. (laughs) No. The universe is fully in charge of those. And I love that release because I trust you get exactly what you need. And it hasn't let me down yet. Boy, I'll tell you what. Readings are great. But the stuff that's been coming up over just the last even 90 days from this, and we're here in November of 2020, the year we'll never forget, it's been incredible what's been coming up. It is. It's actually empowering. As chaotic as it feels, there's a lot of empowerment going on. So we invite you to step into that and let us know how it's going. So until next time, namaste.